Hey there, friends. Are you looking to make some big changes in the new year and need a little extra support? Well, I got you back. We might not realize it, but our primitive human brains perceive change as dangerous, regardless if it's going to bring a positive or negative result in our life. This fear of change is a large reason we find ourselves stuck in a place we don't want to be. We recognize our unhappiness, but don't realize it's our thoughts creating it. By becoming more aware of the thought patterns and belief systems that rule our lives, we can start creating the life of our dreams. So if you're interested in learning more about what life coaching can do for you, go to jenhudak.com forward slash coaching, where you can schedule a free 30 minute mini session to receive actual coaching from me and see if it's a fit. I can't wait to hear about the massive changes, goals, and dreams you have for the new year and beyond. Who knows? This could be just the nudge you need to start living your life fully charged. You're listening to the Balanced Pursuits Podcast. I'm Jen Hudak. And I'm Christy Leskinen. Extreme sports athletes, television personalities, fire starters, and all around badasses. Each episode, we're bringing you uplifting conversations with thought leaders in sports, business, and entertainment who've cultivated a life they love. We believe that life begins when you say goodbye to your comfort zone and face your biggest fears. Are you ready to learn how to live life confidently and realize your true potential? Let's go. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 11 of the Balanced Pursuits podcast. Uh, Christy and I are sitting down today to talk about goal setting. We're coming into the new year and... For a lot of us, that is a time when we set new goals. I think both of us are probably advocates of uh, setting goals anytime you feel so inclined, but the new year serves as as a fresh start. So it's an opportunity to commit to changes we want to make and pursue goals that are important to us. So we just wanted to share a little bit about what we've learned about goal setting throughout our athletic careers and also using that in our daily lives to set new goals for traditional careers in relationships and just overall well-being. So before we dive in, I just kind of wanted to give you an outline of how we're going to approach this. And we have broken this down into three phases. A lot of the time, I think when people are thinking about goal setting, they just decide on something they want and they dive right in. But we're going to break this down into three phases. The first being the process of picking a goal and making sure you're choosing a goal that is going to be worth pursuing. The second phase is the act of pursuing the goal, all of the steps that we need to take in order to make those goals and dreams come true for us. And then the final phase is achieving the goal and what it's like once you've actually gotten to that, in heavy air quotes, endpoint of achieving the goal or realizing our dreams. What's next? How are you going to feel and where do you go from there? Okay, so first phase 
we're going to talk about picking a goal and the process of picking a goal. And I think this often gets overlooked that we can choose a goal, but we haven't realized what actually is involved in, in getting there. And we don't actually like our reason why. So in pursuing a goal and choosing a good one, we have to make sure we like our reason. We have to choose a good why. If you think about it, if if someone holds a gun to your head and tells you you have to come up with $15,000 in three months, you'll figure out a way to do that. Maybe three months is too long of a period of time. But we want to create these compelling reasons for ourselves without someone holding a gun to our head. So why are you pursuing this? What is in it for you? And I think a lot of the time people think that the the why is just how they're going to feel when they when they get to that end goal. So if you're trying to lose weight, for example, um, you think you're going to be happier once you've lost that weight. Well, do you want to be happy or do you want to lose weight? Because those two things, believe it or not, are completely separate. So making sure we've honed in and really narrowed into the reason we're pursuing those goals and then making sure we like our reason and taking the next steps to move forward. Another analogy that uh, I always use, and it's specific to skiing, but it's funny. It's like you you can't make that turn. Like you physically can't do it. And then there's a tree in the way and you can make that turn. So, (laughs) you know, what's your motivation? I think it's also really important to make sure that goals are achievable. There's a thing called the Goldilocks rule, which basically states that people experience the most motivation when they're working on something that is right on the edge of their abilities. So it's not too hard. It's not too easy. It's something achievable. And it's also something that's going to allow you to get a positive feedback loop going. You know, you can take steps along the way that are also celebrated. You can give yourself pats on the back. And I think that's enough for you to really create something that is going to be fulfilling and and keep you motivated. Yeah, I think that that's such a valid point because if things are too easy, it's just, it's boring. And even if you fulfill it and achieve it, it doesn't give you that sense of satisfaction of having done something difficult. And it's funny because we tend to want to avoid things that are hard and we think, oh, well, if it's so hard, then it's, you know, I can't do it and it's not possible. But in fact, the difficulty is what makes it satisfying once it becomes possible. And that that part, the making something that was once impossible possible, is what goal setting is all about. We're taking something we've never done before. And if we're going to do something we've never done before, then it means that we have to change in, in some way, shape, or form. And to tie back to you know where this conversation started and choosing a good why, um, you better like who you're going to have to become in order to achieve your goal or else you're missing the point, right? Like this whole, it's about the whole process. It's not just about that end point of achieving a goal. So if you don't like who you have to become in order to make something happen for you, then I think you need to kind of reevaluate whether or not you like your reason for pursuing the goal. Right. You have to accept what sacrifices that you're going to be willing to make to achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you, what are you going to miss out on? If you're, if your goal is to get fit and healthy, then what are you going to miss out on while you're at the gym or you're not eating the cake that you wanted right. or, you know, th- there are sacrifices. And so you have to be 
you have to know what you're willing to suffer through in order to achieve that goal. And that has to be something that you really accept. I think that people see uh, others achieving great things. And recently I saw a special on Usain Bolt and they see him as just the fastest man in the world, but you don't see the suffering that he went through. And I just watched that special and he spoke about how he threw up every day at practice for a month leading up to one of his biggest races. That's insane. And that is suffering. Not not very many people are willing to put themselves through that. Uh, in fact, very, very, no. I'm not. So wait, he was working so um, hard in practice every day that he threw, that he made himself he, throw up. He was working so hard in practice every single day that he made himself throw up. That I mean, that is such a, that's huge. Like you're totally right. People look at, um, athletes like Usain Bolt or anyone who's achieved a high level of success in life. And I think there's this assumption that they're just different. Like they, there's something in them that makes them good at what they do. And so therefore they're good and we're not, we're just Joe Schmo on the couch, but it's that willingness to suffer, like you said, and willingness to be uncomfortable and willingness to push yourself in order to achieve it. That brings them that level of success. And it's not this fixed thing. It's not something you have or don't have. It's something that you can change over time. And your goal doesn't have to be the fastest person in the world. Right. But it's still going to take suffering. There's still going to be changes that you have to make that you're not going to like. Yeah. And so I think a big part of setting a goal is not just setting the goal, it's accepting the sacrifices in advance. Absolutely. And we think of suffering often in terms of the physical. Uh, Christy and I are both athletes, but there are a lot of other ways we suffer in our lives. And I think the biggest area for me in personal growth and development in the last few years has been in my relationship. And I am a type A control freak. You can ask Christy. <laughs> um, I like to be in control of things. I like everything to kind of work out according to my plan. And human beings are a variable that we do not have control over. And in my relationship, learning to be uncomfortable, learning that it's okay to disagree with someone and to be in that, that suffering for the moment of disagreement and know that we can continue to move through that and work together. And this is an area that I, I want to be happier in my marriage. I want to love my husband more every day. So that's a goal. Exactly. That's another goal. You know, that is something that is, it's, it's worth pursuing. A little more complicated than maybe a business challenge or a physical task, but personal relationships are definitely worth putting in the work. They're definitely one of the most rewarding things that we can work on in our lives. So in thinking about picking a goal, there's a few things that we mentioned here, but make sure you like your why. Make sure that you like who you're going to have to become in order to achieve the goal. Be sure that the goal you're setting for yourself is achievable, but also challenging. Follow the Goldilocks rule, as Christy mentioned. And ask yourself, how are you willing to suffer? What are you willing to sacrifice in order to pursue this goal? So now we're going to talk about number two, which is pursuing the goal and making a plan. There's a quote that I really like that says, 
resistance is proportionate to the size and speed of change, not whether the change is favorable or unfavorable. If you try to change all at once, you'll quickly be pulled back into old patterns and and things just won't work. So you need to be able to focus on the small things. You need to be able to celebrate little victories because better is good. Yeah. I mean, your brain, it's, I like that quote a lot. Your brain doesn't really know whether the change that you're experiencing is going to lead to something better for you or worse for you. Our, our brains default to their primitive wiring, which says that change is bad and scary. And so you shouldn't go there, right? So you set these goals and it's going to require you to, to change and tackling a massive change at once can be so, so overwhelming. And I think in this phase of, of making the plan, uh, it's really easy to get overwhelmed and to be like, well, I don't, I don't know what steps to take. I don't know how to do this. I don't know what's going to work. And I think that, that it's, it's often what keeps us from moving forward. And what I would encourage in this, in this phase of making the plan to pursue your goal is just write down any idea you have that could possibly help you and might work and then commit to taking the action. And in that action, know that sometimes it's not going to work and you're going to have to try something new. Know that failing is a part of this process and that those little failures just serve as opportunities to learn a lesson and to figure out what didn't work. And that is as close to, uh, that is as much a part of accomplishing and achieving your goals as the actual achieving and finding things that do work. Right. Because in the beginning, sometimes going through the motions, simply going through the motions can be as important as succeeding because you're building those habits and you're laying the groundwork and you're building the environment for success, which is, which is really, really important and something to celebrate in itself because because goals are achieved in baby steps. It's, it's not, it doesn't have to be this drastic, like, you know, this is my goal. So tomorrow it starts and my life's never going to look the same. It doesn't have to be that at all. Yeah. And to give an example of this, build your environment for success. Um, where I live with my husband, we're 25 minutes up into the mountains away from gyms and grocery stores and anything. I mean, I have to snowmobile into my house sometimes. So in the summer, it's really easy to get a workout around here because I basically have just trails in my backyard. But in the winter, it's really challenging. And I want to get really strong again, like I was when I was training a lot more. So my husband and I took that on and we said, okay, well, let's, we just are going to have to make a gym in our own home. And how can we do that? And how can we do that on a budget? But if I were to have ignored that fact and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get strong and I'm going to go to the gym, then every day I have to overcome that hurdle of like getting out the door and getting to the gym. So making, trying to kind of eliminate the areas of resistance where we can so that we can focus on the the action that actually is going to yield the result. I get stronger because I'm able to work out, not simply because I've gone to the gym. So anyway, I just wanted to give an example of kind of what it looks like to build the environment for success. Right. So if you have, if you have to do something like getting in and out of your house by snowmobile to your cold car, <laughs> if, if that process of getting to the gym and getting home is going to take longer than the workout itself, right then you need to optimize for what your goal is. If your goal is the workout, then find a better way. Yeah. Now, 
to kind of tie in a little bit to this concept of building your environment for success, I think we often think that the path to our goal is just this very direct, linear, continually upward climb. And when things go wrong, we tend to judge ourselves, and it it's easy to just derail us. You know, we it's easy to get discouraged. And so I think in this process of planning, not only planning the action steps that you're going to need to take to achieve your results, but planning for the potential obstacles, planning for the fact that when your alarm goes off at 6am and it's still dark outside, that you're not going to want to get out of bed. And um, one of the ways that I have kind of worked around this, if you find that you're just, you're not taking the action toward this goal is to, to look to see if you can break it down even more, break the steps down even further. So in the example of the gym, my alarm goes off at 6am, I need to go work out, but it's dark and I don't want to get out of my warm and cozy bed. Well, how can I make that less difficult for myself. I can set a goal of, okay, sit up in bed. (laughs) Like that's literally a step. First step is sit up in bed. Second step is slide my feet around to the floor and step into my slippers. Next step is stand up, walk to the bathroom, get dressed, right? And if we actually take the time to break it down that much and then celebrate the fact that we've done it, Like you said earlier, make sure we're celebrating those little steps. And it sounds silly. Oh, I'm celebrating myself for sitting up in bed. But if we don't and we're constantly just hard on ourselves, it becomes very difficult to achieve these larger goals. So just breaking it down even further to get us moving toward it. And as soon as you start moving, the rest of it really starts getting a lot easier. And it goes back to remembering why you made the goal in the first place. So if making the goal is something, if if you made the goal because you think it's going to make you a better human, then what are you willing to, uh, how are you willing to prioritize that goal? Because in the end, you're going to be a better person. So I read an article recently that was titled, Exercising is a Higher Priority in My Life Than My Business. And the author went through this thing where, I will prioritize working out over meetings because I know that 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 workout is going to make me a better person. It's going to make me a better husband. It's going to make me a better entrepreneur. And so that becomes a priority because he, he feels that's going to make him better in all other areas of his life. So remembering why you set the goal needs to be a really big motivator. Yeah, that's great. It's really easy to make excuses, you know, especially when it seems like a totally valid excuse, like your business, you're like, oh, well, I have to go to work so I can't do X, Y, Z. But I think that that's so valid because we often don't, you don't realize how much those things are really interconnected and intertwined and you taking time for self-care and pursuing your dreams and goals is a version of self-care. Taking the time to do something that makes you happy is self-care, and that is going to make you a better wife, a better employee, a better boss, a better manager, a better leader. It's really easy. The easiest excuse in life is someone else's because we can say that it's out of our control. So I can't do that because my boss says this, or I can't do that because I have to help my mom or my sister, or there's something else going on in my life that is 
stopping me from achieving my goals. So I, I think that we all have to be really careful that we don't allow others to make excuses for us. And one of the ways we can do that is by valuing your time and scheduling when you're going to work towards your goals. So I'm going to do X every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. for two hours at this location. And it's in the books and you stick to it. And you stick to it not just for yourself, but so that when somebody asks you for your time or your help is needed somewhere, you can really easily say, well, this is when I'm available. Because if you don't do that, your days can really quickly get hijacked by things you didn't plan for or trying to make other people happy. And you can lose sight of your own goals. So other things are going to come into your life. We need to be clear about that. There are going to be times when your goals are going to need to take a back seat to something else that's, that's more important. But in order to stay focused through that, we all need to prioritize. Prioritization is, is one of the biggest keys to achieving everything you want to achieve in life. Yeah. And know that in those moments that your goals might be taking the back seat, don't use that later as a reason to not return to your goal. Recognize that it can take a back seat, but it's still a major priority. It's just taking a back seat for a moment and you're going to get back to it. I forget where I read it, but excellence in one area of your life promotes excellence in all others. So if something is taking your attention away from your goal, then just, as our friend Sal Masakela always says, hold the standard. You know, keep the standard high, keep your head down, keep working hard, and you will get back there. So pursuing the goal has quite a lot in it. It starts with making the plan and breaking down the steps that you need to take in order to get there. You also have to build your environment for success. So take things that are potential obstacles in your way and turn them into actionable steps. Eliminate areas of resistance. Celebrate when you have achieved a small goal on the path to your ultimate dream. And be mindful of the excuses that you're making and the moments when your dreams are taking a backseat. And if that happens every now and again, that is okay. Just make sure that you're not using that as a reason to never return and pursue your goal. Take that moment. Why did something turn into, why did that goal get moved to the back seat? What was that obstacle and how can I eliminate that variable in, in the future? And that's when you really have to remember the why. Why did you set that goal in the first place? Because that is, is going to be the driving force to keep you moving forward. So we can see why that's so important now, huh? <laughs> Picking the right goal really does matter. If I was like, I want to be a successful trader on Wall Street, not going to happen. I would hate the entire process of that. I would hate who I would have to become. I would hate where I would have to live. <laughs> like, Totally not the right fit. So when the goal is money, <laughs> it's not usually <laughs> successful. It won't make you a happy person. 
All right, so that brings us to number three, achieving the goal. And this is a piece that I think, you know, people create, whether or not we realize it, we storyline our lives. And we think when we have X, Y, and Z that we're going to live happily ever after. And when we reach our goals and dreams, then everything everything's going to be good for the rest of our life. I, I used to think this. Um, I thought when I won X Games, my whole life would change and um, and I'd be happy forever. Well, newsflash, that didn't work out that way. I did win X Games, and then I woke up the next morning thinking, well, what now? Well, that wasn't as fulfilling as I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, it felt freaking awesome during that day. And it I, I shouldn't say I woke up the next morning. It felt pretty good for a while, but um, maybe a, not not more than a month, in all honesty. And And here's why. Because my winning X Games didn't happen overnight. I didn't miraculously completely change who I was and learn all of the tricks that were required to 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 do in that run in order to win X Games in one day. I did it over the span of 7 years, right? So this is like a weight loss journey. If you're what if you're losing, you know, a pound a week for a year, you've lost 52 pounds at the end of the year, but you've seen that one pound every week for that whole year. And it doesn't look that different day to day. And you had to change. You had to become the person who had lost 52 pounds before you'd lost it. I had to become the person who won wins X Games before I won X Games. So winning it didn't actually feel that different. I was like, well, I'm still me. People are giving me a little more attention now and sponsors want to pay me more money and all this external stuff was telling me that it mattered. But me internally, I didn't feel any different. One of the biggest pitfalls that people fall into is predicating their happiness on their goals. So I want to build a house or I want to get married or I want to have a child and then I'll be happy. Right. And it is such a flawed way to think. And it's it's actually never true. If you are basing your happiness on if or when, then it's really time to dig deep and find out why you're not happy now. Because now is now, now is all we have. That's all we have. And so we need to be happy in the pursuit of our goals, not pursue our goals to become happy. Happiness is a side effect of living each day deliberately and with purpose. Yeah, I mean, we've all heard the quote that it's the journey, not the destination. And and it's so true. But I think that that quote sometimes gets a little bit misinterpreted. The goal is simply a compass pointing us in a given direction. But the point is not to arrive there and stay there. It's to enjoy the process of getting there. And once we're there, continue on your way, set another goal, set something that's so far out of, out of reach that it is going to require you to change and to change in a way that is desirable. And honestly, whether you achieve your goal or not, working on challenges at, at just that right level of di- difficulty not too hard, not too easy, that has been proven to be not only motivating, but it's been shown to be one of the major sources for happiness in people's lives. That's where you find flow 
you hear people talking about flow state a lot right now. And flow is that state of being when you're so focused on a task that the rest of the world just kind of fades away and you find this like meditative quality. And so that is the destination. Being happy each day and challenging yourself to become better is the most important thing that you can do and the most exciting thing about goal setting. And as you said earlier, happiness can only be experienced right now in this moment. Any emotion that we're having in life can only be experienced right now in this moment. And if we are waiting for something outside of us to change before we feel the way that we want to feel, before we start living the way that we want to be living, we're going to be waiting our entire lives. That was beautiful. Oh, thank you. So to recap this process of actually achieving the goal, there's a few things to remember here. The first is that your life will not change the day you've achieved your goal. Also, we don't pursue goals to become happier. That's a separate goal in itself. We simply pursue them because we want to. And finally, it's the journey, not the destination. It's about enjoying your day to day in pursuit of the impossible. Christy and I will be sharing our 2019 goals on our Instagram at Balanced Pursuits. And we would love to hear from you. And hopefully we can be your accountability partner in ensuring that these goals come true for you in 2019. So please head on over there and let us know what you're working toward. And if you do, just know you're being warned right now. We might just be checking in with you throughout the year to make sure that you're still working towards that goal and that you're still moving in the right direction. Not only that, but Jen and I are always here to help you solve those obstacles that come up along the way because there's literally nothing that Jen and I like more than solving problems and facing challenges. So please reach out to us. We'll be happy to help in any way that we can. I just want to end today's podcast with a quote from Flo, the psychology of optimal experience. The best moments in our lives are not the passive, receptive, relaxing times. The best moments usually occur when a person's body or mind is stretched to its limits in an effort to accomplish something that's difficult or worthwhile. So set your goals high, and here's to us all achieving them in 2019. That's all for now, you guys. Happy New Year, and here's to an incredible 2019. That's a wrap for this episode of the Balanced Pursuits podcast. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, share, and give us a review on iTunes. Want to join the conversation? Connect with us at balancedpursuits.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Christy Luskinen and at Jen Hudak. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Until next time.